Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. He purchased us, purchased our salvation, brought us back into right fellowship with him. And how did he do that? What was the purchase price? A few trillion dollars? Nuh-uh. The blood of his own son. Now think about that for a moment. How much is Jesus' blood worth? The blood of his son. Not just the blood. I mean, it's the blood of his son, but how did his blood come out? Through the sacrificial process, through his death, through his, the beating and the scourging and everything that Jesus went through. All of that was the purchase price for you and I. That makes us priceless without value. And that's how you are in the presence of God. That's how Father thinks of you without value. Without, I mean, priceless, above value. Let me say that. Above value, priceless. A number can't even, can't even be put on your price. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome once again to another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have a great time in Jesus tonight. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in. You know, in this world, it's, I'm telling you, it's 2020 is a year like none other I've ever seen before in my life. And you would probably say the same thing. It seems like there's disaster around every single corner. That's why we have to keep our focus on Christ. Keep our focus on, the, on his word. And in doing that, we will have peace in the midst of this storm and we will overcome our fears. So thanks for joining me for this series of Overcoming Our Fears. This is part number 18, and we are still uh, going strong in it. So thank you so much for joining us. Well, before we get started, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer, and then we'll dive right into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for this time that you've given us to gather around your word once again. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us tonight by your spirit, that you would lead us into all truth, and that you would show us things to come. Holy Spirit, we avail ourselves to you, and uh, we ask that you would teach us and show us and lead us in the word. And we thank you tonight for your great anointing upon us and for breaking our fears. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, awesome. All right, well, as you know, this series comes with a confession, so let's go ahead and get right into our confessions or our affirmations. And it goes like this. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome, be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Glory to the Lamb of God. Awesome. All right, a few weeks ago, uh, I'm not sure of how many, but a few weeks ago we started with um, how the Father sees us. We must agree with how he sees us. And I gave you about eight different points, and we're, we're endeavoring to go through all of these so that we may have the mind of God 
as it relates to us in these areas. And really diving into all of these, I've been noticing even in my life how fear levels have begun to diminish greatly. And I've experienced so much peace. And I pray that you have too. So let's look at these eight areas once again, or eight points of how the Father sees us. And we must identify with these and say, yes, amen, it is so. All right, the first one was forgiven. You are forgiven. Second, complete. Third, blameless. Fourth one, loved and accepted. We were there last week. Five, valued. We're going to look at that today. God values you. Number six, never condemned. Seven, safe. Eight, an entirely new person. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that is awesome. All right. So if you haven't heard the preceding or rather the messages before this, go back and do it. And we believe it's going to give you some tremendous insight. All right. Tonight, we're going to be talking about how you are valued and you must see yourself as valued in the kingdom of God. The father values you. And to bring that point on, let me share with you a a story that I heard. And it's just a wonderful story. You may have heard it before, but, you know, if anybody knows me in Kingdom Rock here, I always add a little flavor to it. So grab a hold of this story. And this is a great story uh, about value. All right, here's the the account. This is a story about uh, two young men who became great friends as they were fighting in a war. They went off to war, you know, the platoon, the company, they became very close and just great friends. So the one of the young men would often tell his friend about his father and how he and his father loved to collect art. Evidently, his father was well off. They were a rich family. But it was a passion between he and his father. They collected art. They collected, you know, the Van Goghs and the you know, all the expensive uh, artwork and statues and all of this stuff. So the collection was in the millions of dollars. But that was their passion. He and his father collected art. That was their passion. And so his friend would always listen to how, um, how he and his father, how the friend's father, how they got along and the great love that they shared uh, for each other and for art. And the young man couldn't wait to get back home and visit with his father. All right. On one particular occasion, they went off to war, of course, and uh, during the the firefight, uh, the young man that whose father was the art collector uh, jumped in front of the bullet, actually jumped in front of the bullet and the bullet struck him and he saved his friend. In other words, his friend was in danger. He jumped in and and actually he died. The young man died. Well, the war ended, and of course, his body was shipped back home to his father, and his father was completely devastated at the news of the loss of his son. So this young man decided, hey, I'm going to go over and pay my respects to my friend's father, because if it wasn't for him, you know, he gave his life for me, you know, I would have been, I would have been dead. And so he went to the, the, um, the friend's father's house. Now, he wanted to tell him how much he, what he thought about his son and how they were brothers and really just really like blood brothers. And, you know, they were really 
how he really cared for him. And he wanted to bring him some type of present, uh, just for something to remember him by. So he thought about a card or flowers or what have you. But instead, he was, a, he was an artist himself, and he, he liked to draw, and he liked to paint. So that's how the two friends became, you know, how they became friends, and they, their friendship was around art. And so instead of bringing the father um, in the cards and all that, he just drew or painted his son, painted the father's son uh, in a picture, you know, in his, in his camouflage uniform and all of that. And, and he presented that before the father. So he knocked on the door there and the father opened up and he introduced himself and said, hi, hi, I'm, I'm corporal so-and-so and I serve with your son. And I don't have a lot, the young man said, but I wanted to give you this painting uh, in, in memory of your son. And, and he explained how his son died for him, how he took the bullet for him, and how he was alive because of the son. And so the father, oh, he rejoiced with it. You know, it was very crude painting, you know, very crude. But the father loved it because it was a picture of his son. And uh, he hung it up on his wall. And of course, the two of them parted ways. Years later, uh, the friend found out that the friend's father died. And of course, he went around to pay his respects. Now, because, because the, the gentleman that died was his only son, he didn't have any other heirs. And so his whole estate went up for auction. And so, of course, the Van Gogh paintings and the other very uh, famous paintings, the Mona Lisa and all of that stuff, he had all these in his collection and uh, the statues and all that. So his collection was worth you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. And so as the friend hears about the father's passing, he goes to his house, and while he's visiting, he hears, he hears about the auction. So he decides, well, let me go and pay my, my respects. And he just really just, he sees the auction, just sort of comes in and, and sits in the back as everything's going on. Now, people from all around the world have come, have come to this auction because they've heard about how this man, this very wealthy man, collected art from all around the world and how his collection was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So you can notice outside there were, you know, there were limousines, there were Rolls Royces, and all these people were gathering, and they were all sitting in this large auditorium, and the auctioneer was there, and they were all just really hyped, really excited about getting this artwork. Well, the auctioneer started, and he brought out the first item, first item for auction. And uh, the auctioneer said, well, we're going to start the auction with this. And he said, this was the father's, uh, the young man's father. This was his, his favorite painting. And this painting was called The Sun. And as a matter of fact, it was the painting that the young man, that the young man drew, you know, corporal that he drew. And of course, he's, he's in the back of the room looking at it and why, you know, why are they doing that? That's not worth very much. And so, you know, he saw his painting up there. And, and so he was, you know, ecstatic about it, but, you know, confused because all the Van Goghs and all the other things were around there. And so the auctioneer said, all right, we're going to start off with this painting called The Sun. And uh, uh, who will give me $20 for this? And nobody raised a hand. As a matter of fact, people began to get angry 
They said, one person said, come on, we'll get that out the way. Bring up the, the real treasure. Bring up the, the real art. Bring, bring, bring those up. Auctioneer tried again. Who will give me $10 for this? Who will give me $10 for this painting? And nobody said a word. They just sort of just scorned the auctioneer. Come on, get that out the way. Get that out the way. Nobody wants that. Well, the young man in the back, the corporal in the back, of course, he thought, well, all I have is $10 for lunch. He was going to save it for lunch money. But he felt so bad, he said, well, he said, I'll buy it for $10. I'll buy it. And the auctioneer said, all right, sold. Put it down. And then he said, sold to the young man there in the back. Then the next thing that the auctioneer said really astounded everybody. And it made them all <gasps> gasp. He said, all right, this concludes the auction for today. Uh, that is all we have for you. And then all the people there in all the uproar. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What, what, what do you mean? This is, this is the last of it. What, what about the Van Goghs? What, what about all the priceless artwork? There are hundreds of millions of, of dollars worth of artwork here. And we've come a long way to, to bid on these, to auction, to an auction, to bid on them. And the auctioneer said, sir, sir, y'all calm down, calm down, calm down. You don't understand. It was the father's uh, last request that whoever valued what he valued would get all that he had. In other words, if you value the son, then you would receive all that the father has. Oh, somebody got that. Remember, the painting was called The Son. If you received the son, you received it all. Well, that young man in the back, that, that young corporal that you know, only had $10 to his name, now all of that artwork was his. He was now instantly worth hundreds of millions of dollars because he valued what the father valued. He valued the son. And because he valued the son, everything else came along with it. So tonight we want to talk about Value. Value. How God sees you. You are valuable. To the rest of the world, they may ascribe us very small value. But to Father, our Father, you are worth, you are priceless. You are priceless. And so let's look at this tonight. Let's look at this tonight. We're going to start here in Acts, the second chapter, or rather, Acts, the 20th chapter, verse 28. Now, remember this as we go on tonight. Remember that something is only valued or worth what someone else is willing to pay for it. You think about that, that account, all those people just said, that's worthless. We don't want to pay $10 for that. So they placed a low value on it. And so for them, it was 20, 20 I mean, 10 bucks. Wasn't even worth that to them. But you'll always know the value of something by how much someone pays for it, by the purchase price. When you go in a jewelry store, they'll have a few things out on little displays, but the most valuable things, the things that really cost the thousands and maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars, they're in the display cases or they're in the vaults because the higher the value of it, uh, the higher the price tag. The higher the value, the higher the price tag. And the more it's worth, the more someone is willing to pay for it. So think about this for a moment tonight as we talk about value, how God sees you. 
So Acts 20th chapter, verse 28. Acts 20, 28 says this, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. God purchased you or redeemed you with the blood of his son, not with gold or silver or precious stones. He purchased us, purchased our salvation, brought us back into right fellowship with him. And how did he do that? What was the purchase price? A few trillion dollars? Nuh-uh. The blood of his own son. Now think about that for a moment. How much is Jesus' blood worth? The blood of his son, not just the blood. I mean, it's the blood of his son, but how did his blood come out? Through the sacrificial process, through his death, through his, the beating and the scourging and everything that Jesus went through. All of that was the purchase price for you and I. That makes us priceless, without value. And that's how you are in the presence of God. That's how Father thinks of you, without value, without, I mean, priceless, above value. Let me say that, above value, priceless. A number can't even, can't even be put on your price. You know, I, I recently went to a uh, a sex trafficking conference as people were talking about the dangers of, of sex trafficking and things of that nature. And one of the things that they said, one of the speakers, one they said is that one of the things that they said is that the persons that are enslaved in this, one of the ways that their captives are able to keep them submitted and fearful is that they, de- they begin to devalue them and make them feel like they're less than human. And then they're easily controlled. And if you know someone that's in that area or if you're watching and you're in that area, let me tell you now that all those people are lying to you. The father sees you as without value. Your price is beyond value, beyond priceless. And remember, you know the value of something, the worth of something by how much someone is willing to pay for it. Now, Father has more intelligence than the smartest person on this planet, let me tell you, than all the human beings combined. He has more intelligence. So he knows how to place a value on something. He knows how to estimate value. And he looked at you and he estimated your value. And the Father says, the value of you, you You, Linda, you, Carl, you, Nick, you, Ellen, those of you that are watching, you, Allie, you, Brenda, God estimated your value as without price, priceless, priceless. You say your name. You are priceless in the eyes of God. He set the value and there's nothing else in this creation that could translate your value. Gold and silver couldn't do it. All the cattle on a thousand hill couldn't do it. All the planets in the universe couldn't do it. But it was the blood and the sacrifices of his own son that expressed your worth and your value. Think about that. Wow, how much God values you and how he feels about you. 
Consider this as well. Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke 12, uh, verse 6 and 7. It says this. The Lord says here, Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. The father values you so much that he actually numbered every hair on your head. You can pull out a strand. That may be number uh, 30,000. I don't know. Or number 12. I don't know. But he has numbered every hair on your head. He is so so he is such a very high value and very he's such a very high premium on your life. And we have to see ourselves the way he sees us as valuables. And Jesus said, hey, he says, don't worry. Fear not, little flock. Fear not. He said, don't don't fear because the father's place of value on your life, on you, that far exceeds that. As we look on down to, again, here in Luke 12, and let's look at verse number 32. Luke 12, 32 says, the Lord Jesus says again, he says, Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He says, don't fear. He said, God, he wants to give you all the resources of the kingdom. He wants to give it to you. My God. Can you think about that? God wants to give you the kingdom. He wants to get what kind of value? What kind of person is that? That God says, hey, I want to give you the things that I have made. I want to give you the kingdom. I want to do you with power and authority. He values you so much. I'm telling you, it, it, it is just mind boggling, just mind boggling. If you think about that, let's go also now to Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Oh, this is so thrilling. It makes me want to kick my leg out. I think I will do that. Oh, my God. I hope you're getting something out of this tonight. How you are valued in the sight of God. You are valued. Your price is above price. It's above price. Remember, you can determine the worth of something by how much someone pays for it. By how much someone pays for it. Well, think about the blood of Christ, the suffering that Jesus went through. How much was that worth? How much is one drop of his blood worth? My God, if you understand that, you'll understand also your worth and your value without price beyond. That's what the father thinks of you. Now, listen to this. I love this too. In Psalm 8, verses 3 through 9, I love the way the psalmist uh, says this here. Uh, This is so wonderful. Let's look at it. And it says, "When when I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. (laughs) What? He's befuddled. I mean, look at all the stars. Look at the look at the constellation. Look at all the beauty that you have made. Look at all of this. 
And what is man? Mere man, mere mortals, that you would think about us, that you would consider us. It's mind-blowing. Let's read on. Verse 5, it says, Yet you have made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. That's what he, God made you a little lower than himself. I love this. King James says he made us a little lower than angels. And that word angels in the text does translate to God, to Elohim or God. So I love this translation. It's, it's dead on. God made us a little lower than himself. And it is those that he has made a little lower than himself that he crowns with glory and honor and that he gives the kingdom to. Look at verse six. You gave them charge over everything you made putting all things under their authority. Oh my God, what is man? He said the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims the ocean currents. Oh Lord, our Lord, your majesty, rather, oh Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Oh, my Lord. So he asks, what is man? Who am I that you would think that I am worthy and that you would send your own son to pay the ultimate price to win me back, to purchase my salvation? Who am I? Or if you would only know how much the father loves you, how much he values you. My God, if we could, if we could ever catch that full revelation. Remember the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. When we know the love of God and, and we believe his love for us, all fear is cast out. And this is what I want you to see tonight as we begin to close of high of the high value that God has on you. And we're going to end this with Romans, the eighth chapter. Oh, my Lord. This is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. As it talks about value and how God values you. Remember, you must see yourself as highly valued without price. People will demean us. Society demeans us. They'll demean you by the, because of the color of your skin or because of, uh, you, they say you're too tall or too short, you're too wide or you're too skinny, your hair is too long, your hair is too short. They would devalue you. They say you're driving the wrong car, you're living in the wrong place, you're wearing the wrong things. They will try to devalue you. But if you only catch a glimpse, just a glimpse, I pray tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus, that your people would catch a glimpse, a brief revelation of your great love for them. And they would see and know how they are valued. Oh, that's my prayer tonight. 
that you would see, that you would know. And I pray right now that the Spirit of God is moving right where you are and that you feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You feel his arms wrapping around you and holding you and, and kissing you and you, you feel his, his warmth all over you. I pray, I pray wherever you are, wherever you're listening or watching, that the glory of God begins to fill the place where you you are and oh you would know of his great love for you oh that's my prayer that's my prayer that you would know his love and that you would believe his love oh my goodness let's go ahead and close out with this last scripture here romans 8 verse 31 and 32 listen to this it says what shall we say then rather what shall we then say to these things if God be for us, who can be against us? Look at verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Do you see that? Now listen, I know in life many times we... <sighs> We get in our, our funks, in our depressions, and we think, I can't do anything right. I, can't, I keep messing up. I can't do anything right. But listen, even in your failure, God values you. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, for you. He did that for you. And if God did that for you, won't he do everything else he needs to do for you? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not? I love that question. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? You need healing? It's freely given to you. You need deliverance, freely given to you. You need prosperity. You need your rent paid, freely given to you. Your body's going through some type of sickness, virus-related or, or cancer or, or diabetes. He'll freely give it to you. You need a way out of that abusive relationship. He'll freely give it to you. The Father loves you. I'm telling you, he loves you with a passionate love, with a passionate love. All you have to do is call on him. Call on the name of Jesus. He gave you the name of Jesus. And through the name of Jesus, you will experience the very, very power and presence of God. Receive his love today. Receiving Jesus is receiving the Father's love. Believing in Jesus is believing in the Father's love. Keep your focus on Jesus in this hour. I'm telling you, keep your focus on him. Many more things will be seen on the news. Many more posts on social media. Oh, this is bad and oh, that's bad. But you keep your focus on Christ. Keep your focus on the Father and know how much he loves you. Know how much he values you. Think on those things. Focus on him. He loves you. He loves you. So because of his love, you receive deliverance now. Because of his love, receive your prosperity now. Because of his love, 
receive protection now. Yeah, he loves you and he values you more than you and I could ever think or imagine. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I I thank you for my friend that is right now listening and watching from all around the world. Lord, I pray that they would know the worth and value that you have subscribed, subscribed to them or ascribed to them. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would fill the atmosphere all around them with love. Fill the atmosphere with love. Lord, I pray that that the anointing of the Spirit would break every yoke, break every bondage, break every captivity. Lord, break the yokes of pornography, break the yokes of sexual addiction and abuse, break the yokes, Lord God, break the yokes of cancer and diseases and, and viruses, break the yoke, Lord, break the yoke and set your people free through your divine love. Let them know how much you love them. Father, I pray that during these days of awe, that you would manifest your glory in their lives. Bless your people, Father, I pray. And my friend, if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there's no magical prayer, there's no magical formula. You just have to believe. I'll lead you in a, a short prayer now. And if you pray this prayer with me and believe in your heart, I believe that God will welcome you, let me tell you, and you will experience his great love. So just pray with me and just say, Father, I confess that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he lived, he died upon the cross, and that the third day he arose physically, bodily, and he's alive forevermore. And I ask Jesus to come into my heart and live in me. From this day forth, I confess Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord, live in me, and I'll serve you all the days of my life as you show me how. Now fill me with your Holy Spirit. And Father, I pray even for the evidence of speaking in new tongues and living this new life. I thank you, Father. I repent, I turn from my sins, and I turn to you. I thank you for receiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. My friends, if you pray there, pray with me, and you're sincere, I believe that the Father has heard you. And I say, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome, hallelujah, to the Lamb of God. And you are just as sure for heaven as as if you were already there. And I thank you so much for joining me tonight for part number 18. Glory, glory, glory. Join me next week for part 19. The Lord willing, we will be here, and I'll see you then. Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you. Oh, yes, and don't forget, go to our website uh, 24 hours a day at kingdomrock.org.
Just get there and you can find this message and a whole lot more. And while you're there on the website, if you feel the Lord leading you, click that donation button, that give button there and give into the ministry. Whatever you give will be a rich blessing to us. We love you guys so very much. And if you want us to pray with you, well, then also click the contact button and leave us your prayer request. We will be glad to pray with you. I promise. All right. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.